You're listening to a podcast from Victory. We journey with one another as we follow Jesus. Learn more about this truth in week three of our series on a journey. We're reading from John 13, 34 to 35. It says here, a new commandment I give to you that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you are also to love one another. By this, all people will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. This is a statement Jesus said, and I love that he opens with a new commandment I give to you. The Jews in those days, their life was full of commandments. You should help people this much, but not this much. You should do this and do that. People were looking for rules. People were looking for boundaries. And Jesus says, you know what? Let's just move that over. Just love one another. I love that because it simplifies things. I hate it because it convicts me. (laughs) Because the reality is I love rules for interaction. I love having rules because rules tell me how far to go with you and when to drop you. Rules tell me, oh, pinagbigin na kita, pinagbigin na kita, tama na, sobra ka na. Now I'm justified in my anger. I'm justified in my unforgiveness. And that's why Jesus says, no, 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 that's not the rule. The rule is love one another. What does the loving action mean today? What is the loving response right now? Eh, eh, nauna, sinabi niya to, sinabi niya yan. Oh, what is the loving response right now? Eh, lagi na lang ako. What is the loving response right now? Ay, nako, I hate it. But thank you, Lord. You give us commands for our benefit. And see, everything we've read so far in this series, John 13, John 15, has all come from what th- this point called the passion of the Christ, which is the part in John that John, the, the gospel of John, he was concerned with, and it's building up to the last few hours before Jesus' death. Most of the book of John is this. It's like if you were watching a movie, you would have like 40 minutes or 45 minutes of the movie would be just about the final hours of his life. And Jesus was thinking very deeply about us in this time as his followers. And I want to read to you the prayer of Jesus for us. You know, he prays for us and he prayed for us in the Bible. In John chapter 17, this is right before he gets crucified. He says, I do not ask for these only but also for those who will believe in me through their word. So I'm not just praying for these disciples, I'm praying for those who will believe. That includes those of you here, those of us here who believe in Jesus. And his prayer for us is that they, that all of us may all be one, just as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they may also be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. The glory that you have given me, I have given to them that they may be one, even as we are one, I in them and you in me, that they may become perfectly one so that the world may know that you have sent me and loved them even as you love me. This prayer, the whole chapter of John 17, is called the high priestly prayer because Jesus is praying for us right before his death. And think about what you want to say in your final moments. Think about yung, yung huling bilin mo. Diba? You, you know that, that expression, diba? the, the, it's actually a racist joke. Diba? It's, it's a joke, but uh, it comes from a, a, a stereotype of a, of a father who's very business-oriented. 
Diba? And then he said, bago ko mamatay, uh, gusto ko malaman, nasa ng asawa ko? Tapos nandito po, honey, nasa yung panganay kong anak? Nandito po, ama. Nasa yung pangalawa kong anak? Nandito po, ama. Nasa yung pangatlong kong anak? Nandito po. Ang labo niyo, sino nagbabantay ng tindahan? Diba? You know that joke. And what that joke symbolizes is the person who's about to die, their foremost thought is still the business. Diba? Is still making money. Because what you say in your final moments, what, what, what's pressing on you, is what you're passionate about. So it's interesting that Jesus, in His final moments, He chooses to pray for our unity. Of all the things He could potentially pray for. I mean, He could have prayed for, you know what? Uh, Heavenly Father, take care of them. They're going to freak out when I die. And they're going to freak out when I come back to life. Just make sure that they, they stay mentally healthy. No, he, he knows that's going to happen. What He's concerned about is, will they be one? Will they get along? Will they love one another? Interesting that he cares about that so much. Verse 20 said that they may all be one. Verse 22 says that they may be one. In other words, Jesus cares about our unity. He cares about our relationships. He cares about whether or not we love the person that we're connected to. See, very often we think that what God wants is for us to live a moral life is God wants us to stop sinning. God wants us to attend church services. Really? And we treat it like it's our gift to God. Okay, God, I'm giving you this gift. Here's what Jesus said in Matthew 5 about gifts. He said, if you're offering your gift at the altar, you're giving a gift, a sacrifice to God, and you remember that your brother has something against you, what did he say? Leave your gift. There before the altar and go. First, be reconciled to your brother and then come and offer your gift. God is saying here, you, you, you think I want that? You think I want you to, to show me how, how spiritual you are? No. If you're not right with the people in your life, go settle that first. That's not what I want. That's the kind of gift I want. Isn't it awkward? That's why that story, when it, it happens that we fight before church, isn't it terrible? You come before church and, and nag-aaway kayong mag-asawa tapos ayon yung magpansinan. Tapos kung kakanta yung, yung asawa, parang kapal na mukha mo kumanta. Parang ganun. Like, you're really bothered by that. Because God is saying, look, I want you to be reconciled first. There was one time my wife and I were invited to speak in our youth service in Victory Fort. And we were going to share together. And, um, and I, I, if you think it's bad before going to church, uh, it's really difficult uh, before preparing a sermon, especially if you're going to share with your wife. Like, we just tend to fight so much in those moments. And I made those, alam niyo yung, uh, for the husbands here, you can relate to this, alam niyo yung mga side comment mo na, oh, that's all I said, why are you making this a big deal? You know what I mean? Like, like um, I said to her, you know what, sweetheart, a true loving relationship, that we can say this point later, a true loving relationship is one where we forgive one another. Yeah, that's great, that's great. Parang kanina, yung ginawa mo, pinatawad kita. Oh man, that, that's that simple line. I, I, I regretted it so much. And she goes, anong pinatawad mo kanina? Sabi ko, no, no, all I mean, and no, no, sinabi mo, may ginawa ko mali. Meron naman talaga, diba? Parang, and we started fighting. This is like three hours before we're gonna go on stage to minister to students about the love of God. And I looked at her and I said, look, I, I know we can fake it now. Hello, artista ka. Artistahin ako. Kaya natin itong dalawa. 
and uh, we can make this work together, but we don't want to fake it. Are we really going to fake it before God? How will that help Him? How is God pleased with that? Look, dalin mo na ako sa lahat ng counseling na gusto mo. Mali na ako sa lahat, pero magbati mo na tayong dalawa dito na, you know, we're gonna choose to, to forgive one another. Because Jesus said, leave your gift there. Don't give that to me. How many of us are going through the motions of faith without reconciling with one another? And maybe some of us are here and we're saying, well, hindi naman ako yung may issue eh. Siyang may issue. Problema na yun. And that's what the verse says. Your brother has something against you. Just the mere fact na may alam tayo na may issue <laughs> means we're part of the solution to help fix it. We don't wash our hands and say, well, I, I, don't, know what, I don't know what your problem is. What's the problem? No. Hey, no more, are we okay? No more, can I help with something? No more, did I, did I say something just now that, that, that set you off? I'm sorry about that. Our world today likes to cut off relationships. I saw this phrase on the internet, this statement that said, I'm only responsible for what I say, not for what you understand. I'm only responsible for what I say, not for what you understand. I thought, wow, that's a great statement. Then the more I thought about it, no, that's a terrible statement. I'll be, uh, my wife would leave me if, if I hold on to that statement for long. Because the point of communication is that we understand. What that statement is saying is, ito lang naman sinabi ko, yan yan naintindihan mo, problema mo yun. What are we doing? We're separating from one another. Communication is saying, here's what I'm saying, Gab. How did that sound to you? Oh, terrible. Okay, uh, help me say it in a better way so that I don't come across to you that way because that's not what I'm trying to say. Jesus cares about our unity. How is this church? How are we doing? And so sometimes we'll say, no, I'm in a journey with God. I'm following God. You know what? Loving God and loving one another are inseparable. Are inseparable. First John 4. John, the author, said, If anyone says they love God, but they hate their brother, they're lying. Because you cannot say you love God, a God of love, and hate people around you. And yet our world wants to find people that we're allowed to hate. Who am I allowed to cancel? Who am I allowed to give up on? Who am I allowed to judge? Jesus prayed for our unity. We're called to be on a journey with Him, but also with other people. Not just that, but the verse says that our unity resembles the unity of God. Sabi niya, let them be one, let them all be one, just as you, Father, are in me, and I in you. Verse 22, let them be one, even as we are one. I in them, and you in me. Sinasabi niya, oo, oh, oh, let them be one, pero hindi lang kahit anong pagkakawan, pero kung paano tayo? Kung paano tayo makipag-ugnay, Ama? See, we can say here, we're united naman eh. We go to this thing. No, let's look at the standard. The standard is God's unity. The standard in the process is God. Well, what is the unity of God? See, one of the, the truths of Christianity is that we have one God. There is one God, and, but yet there are three persons, and each person is fully God. And we call this doctrine the Trinity. And maybe you're new here, and you're saying, oh, I don't understand that at all. Welcome to the club. We don't understand it at all either. It's one of the biggest mysteries for Christianity, and yet that's what the Bible says. 
But even if it's a mystery, it actually has beautiful implications and powerful implications. And one of the most powerful implications is that our God is a picture of unity and diversity. That that's possible. Because God Himself is like that, a network of relationships. Then how did these relationships look? That's what Jesus came to show. Kung paano siya mag-pray, kung paano siya uh, kumilos, pinapakita niya, ganito kasi kami. At dito namin kayo ini-invite na sumama kayo dito. Here's an example. One of them, Jesus said in John 5:19, Truly, truly, I say to you, the Son can do nothing of His own accord, but only what He sees the Father doing. For whatever the Father does, the Son also does likewise. For the Father loves the Son and shows Him all that He Himself is doing. And greater works than these will He show Him so that you may marvel. What is this relationship? Jesus, this does the Son of God, the miracle maker, and daming no, believe na believe sa Kanya. Sabi niya, paano mo ginagawa yan, Jesus? Ano sagot niya? Alam mo, hindi, ko, hindi mo nakagaling sa akin ito eh. Ginagawa ko lang yung natutunan ko sa ama ko. Siya talaga yung magaling. Pero lahat ng ginagawa niya, pinapakita niya sa akin kasi gusto niya gawin ko rin. What is the point of this relationship? We don't understand the economy of how does that work. But what we know is that God the Father and God the Son defer to one another. They honor one another. They build up one another. They exalt one another. What's the unity of God? It's a, it's a relationship of love, of deference. Deference means preferring the other person. Of honoring each other. Of joyfulness. How are we when it comes to our words? Do our words honor one another? Do our words mutually build each other up? Do our words point to other people and say, you know what, you really got to know that guy. This person is amazing. I'm so grateful for that person in my life. Or is it pointed inward? Are our words honoring? Or are we the first to backbite? Are we the first to believe the worst possible thing about the other person? Kung may magkwento sa'yo, alam, alam mo, Gab, kwento ko lang, no? pero hindi ko alam kung totoo to, pero may nilinig ako about Charles. Tapos ang sasabihin mo, di ko, di ko alam yun, pero parang pwede. Why are we so quick to jump to the worst possible conclusion? And social media lets us do that because we're so far away, we're not close to their life, we're not in relationship with them, but we can say, ay, ano ba to? Yabang naman? Ba't ganyan kayo? Wow, nakabikini na naman. I mean, like all of these different terrible conclusions we jump to. Honor one another. You know the unity of God, it's, it, if, if we were to, to sum, it's other-centeredness. And the enemy of that is self-importance. This is what hurts our journey with God, our journey with other people. When we make ourselves the, the basis, the standard, you know what we do? We start comparing. We start comparing. We'll look at other people's weaknesses and we'll say, bakit siya ganyan? Bakit siya ganyan? You know why we say that? You know why I say that? Because hindi ako ganyan. Right? We compare their weaknesses with our strengths. But ganyan si Charles? Kasi kung ako, ayan self-importance. We don't like how people can be different from us and yet in God, we see that it's okay to celebrate differences and to be in loving relationship with one another. I was smiling when I saw the video earlier of Pastor Rico. Like a four. Pastor Rico, 
uh, used to be our senior pastor in Victory Ortigas. But now, he's leaving that. And it's, it's a great role. But he's going to move to Panama. And he's going to lead our church there. Pastor Rico was the, one of the people who discipled me when I was a student in college. I went to a small group. I have so much love and so much respect for him. But he is so different from me. He's, he's such a party animal kasi. Okay, I'm more like Pastor Michael, where it's like, okay, if you're still in my house, go ahead, but I'm going to go to bed. Parang ganon, yun yung gusto ko. I felt so empowered when Pastor Michael was like unapologetically like that. I'm like, thank you, thank you. I felt like such an anomaly in this church because I want to do that. But Pastor Rico's not like that. We would have dinner, and it would be like just two or three or four of us. By the time we get to the restaurant, there'd be 12, 15 people. Because he just picks up stragglers, you know, all the time. He's like, hey, you're having dinner. Oh, you come with me. You're having dinner. You come with me. By the time we get there, why do you keep doing this, Rico? I remember when, when I went to him, I, I, uh, I was struggling with, with this area of sin in my life. And I remember going to him as a student and saying, Pastor Rico, uh, and, and, and we were in this mission trip together, so we were in this hotel, and was, like that, I felt so guilty. I was so hunched over, and I was confessing what I had done wrong, and I was afraid to see what he looked like. When I looked up, he was lying on his bed with his feet up and his shoes on, his hands behind his head, and he goes, Oh, okay, ano pa? Ano pa? Okay. Oh, pray tayo. Oh, sige, pray tayo, ha? Paano ganun? Okay na yan. Then we left, and I was like, My pain, my, my journey, my... Why are you responding this way? He's just like that. And I can choose to be like, oh, see, you, you're so insensitive because I... No, that's who He is. And you know what? He's loving. He's been so patient with me. It's self-importance when we compare ourselves and we say, oh, I'm like this. No, that's not how God called us to be. Here in this church, there are people who are different from you, and that's a good thing. There are people who are not like you. Buti na lang. Buti na lang. We're all not all alike. Can you imagine how grumpy this church would be if everybody was like me and Pastor Michael? Neva, like, what a terrible church. I wouldn't want to come here. Neva, na parang, hey, we need help. Okay, set an appointment. Parang ganun, like, laging ganun. I mean, buti na lang. We've got Charles. Uh, sino? Uh, BJ. Ganun ka rin eh. So, <laughs> but, but we got people who are like, Kai, come over here. Like, I'm so glad you're like that. How many of you know people who are different from you? And you're glad that they are. That's how God made us. Yesterday, we had our discipleship conference. It was amazing. We had a few hundred small group leaders here. And um, I want to show you a picture. I was hosting the event with Pastor Mike Gayatao. Pastor Mike is our, is our lead pastor for the services after this, 5 p.m. and 7 p.m. And uh, I wanted to show that picture because, man, I rarely smile that genuinely. You know, I rarely smile that genuinely. And I guess you can tell if you go to this service for a while. But I loved hosting with Pastor Mike. And the reason why is because we're so different. If you go to his service, uh, you'll feel it. Okay, you, you come here, then you go to the next one. After. Ibang iba kami, you know. I love Pastor Mike. He has so much energy. And he kept going off script yesterday. I mean, I was getting stressed because like, that's not what we talked about. Parang ganon. But afterwards, I went to him like, Pastor Mike, I love hosting with you. And he goes, I love hosting with you. And he said, I love hosting with you because you keep me on point. <laughs> and I'm like, I love hosting with you because you add so much energy in life. Kung ako lang yan, parang napaka, napaka perfunctory, di ba? Parang please go on break, come back later. Alam mo yung parang ganun lang, nung sa kanya sumasaya eh. It's good that we're different. 
It's good that your small group is like that. Maybe you've been to a small group and you're like, I don't fit in with these people. Good. Stick it out. You're going you're gonna to r- smoothen each other's rough edges. You're going to enhance each other's strengths. God called us to walk with other people. You know what else we do when we're self-important? We don't just compare, we compete. Who's better? Sinong labang? Sinong mas whatever? We're not in competition. We're not in competition with each other in this church. We're not in competition with the other services of Victory Katipunan. We're not in competition with other churches. We don't wish harm on other churches. Ay, buti na lang, hindi tayo parang yung CCF. Don't do that. Ano ba yung favor church na yan? Saan ba sila nanggaling? Don't do that. That's unloving. That's not God's plan for us. I love other churches. I love our, our, the campus head in CCF. His name is Pastor Marty Okaya. He's a good friend. We've helped them. He just wrote a book. He texted me the other day and said, Hey, Joe, I wrote a book. Would you be one of the blurbs? Said, Gladly. For you, Marty. I love what you do. I can't wait to support this. If people transfer to other churches, as long as it's a church that honors Jesus, then God bless them. Are we here? Because they need a community. Now, hopefully, they go there and connect and serve and not just you know, because if it's a, a mindset of consumerism, lipat lang sila ulit. But I pray that they get connected. I love how other churches can be different from us. I, I often, I like to visit when I can other churches and see how they do things. And I'm like, gosh, we would never do that in victory. But I love that you do. Last Tuesday, I was at this uh, conference by this group called History Makers. History Makers is based out of um, Kamuning, uh, just, just very near here. And uh, they, they, they called this conference the Love and Purity Festival. Love and Purity Festival. Same thing. When I heard the name, I was like, that's the actual, is that the theme or that's the actual name? That's the name. That's how they are. I was like, I cannot imagine doing that in UP or Ateneo. Parang walang pupunta. Alam mo yan, parang Like, I can't imagine doing that. But it was packed. 6,500 people in SMX. Their preaching is so different from ours, but it's still the Word of God. It's still the Holy Spirit. You know, as Christians, we need to have more than just one model in our head for one way to do church. We need to have more than one way of preaching or one way of singing like this. Gosh, their songs were ranging from 1985 to 2020. I was like, wow, I'm in a time machine. This whole, I, I, I don't know where they're going to hit me with. I love them. Their leader, uh, they're, they're led by four sisters. So the dad, Pastor Manny uh, Santiago, was the pastor, and then he empowered his four daughters to lead well. And the oldest one is that one with the, the, the brown hair and the dark blue, um, Faithy. And they're all petite, okay? And they're all, and I remember when I met them nine years ago, they said, uh, Pastor Joe, we would like to do campus ministry, po. Can you help us because we see what Victory is doing? And I said, okay, let's talk. And I thought, at first I thought, oh, cute. Like that, that was my first thought. Like, let's humor them. But then along the way, I was like, man, these, these women, strong leaders, strong vision. And I said, I said to my team, I said to my wife, let's help these people. These are people worth helping. Because this is how they are. They're super pretty. Like, Hi, thank you, Paul. Thank you, Paul. Like, they're always like that. That's how they greet you. 
But then you put them behind a stage, you let them lead the meeting, and gosh, they transform like the Incredible Hulk. Faithy gets up and she's like, thank you, Papa, please na po ako. And she'll get up there. Alam na ba nating lahat? Tuloy-tuloy siyang ganun. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And we love it. See, the, if we want to see this nation and the nations discipled, we need all the body of Christ doing that. We need to bless and love one another. Many of you are in fields of, of, of influence. You're in offices and you've got other Christians there. Pray together with those people. Work together with those people to reach your office, to reach your school, to reach your family. My, 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 my blockmate, I was sharing to him the whole time in school and then he was in a personal crisis. His brother who goes to CCF invited him and that's how he got saved. I didn't go to God and say, Lord naman, di ba? Akin yun eh. Sale ko yun, di ba? Hindi, hindi siya ganun. <laughs> we don't compete with one another here. You know what we do? We complain when we're self-important. When we start counting and we say, oh, bakit siya ganyan? Bakit siya ganyan? Like, stop counting. Really, self-importance is the root of offense. If you're offended with anybody here, I'm not trying to minimize the pain or the wrong that they've done. But if we can't let it go, it's because we're prioritizing our feelings more than the relationships that God has put in our life. Proverbs 18.19 says, A brother offended is more unyielding than a strong city, and quarreling is like the bars of a castle. We don't have castle sieges now. But in those days, that was the most difficult part of warfare. It was impossible to get in because the doors, the walls, everything was locked from inside and you didn't want to let people in. Are any of us here wrestling with offense now? That we don't want to let people in. Maybe it's like in general we can be okay, but at a certain point, no, because of what you've done in the past. Guess what? God wants to bring healing to that. Because Jesus cares about our unity. And our unity resembles the unity of God. One that gives up our self-importance. Not to say that your pain or your story is not significant. It is. But you'll find your healing and your celebration and significance in community. Not by unplugging and saying, Ayoko na sa inyo, ayoko na sa inyo. You've hurt me enough times. No, we find it here. Last point in the verse. The world will know about God as we have unity with one another. We don't just have, it doesn't just care about our unity, and it doesn't just resemble the unity of God, but the effect of this is dadami ang mga taong nakakilala sa Kanya dahil sa pagmamahal natin sa isa't isa. Verse 21 says, Let they be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. Verse 23 says, Let they become perfectly one so that the world may know that you have sent me and love them even as you have loved me. The effect of loving relationships that celebrate diversity, that overcome offense, that put others first, is that people will say, Wow! Ano yan? Anong meron dyan? Because our world today needs this. Our world today has community, but community with a limit. Community with a screening. 
And our, our world today loves to cancel people and remove them from life and give ourselves the right to judge them. I was joking about this with a friend earlier. One of my, my friends in the States texted me this article that said, uh, look out for toxic positivity. Toxic positivity, where you always tell people to look on the bright side, look on the bright side. Toxic yan, sabi ng article na yun. So I replied to my friend, Let's, Monty Python is cancelled then for all, telling us to always look on the bright side of life. Because that's a bad song na, apparently. I'm just kidding. It's not a bad song. But my point is, our world loves to find reasons to cancel other people. To say, you've crossed the line, you don't get a second chance. You're too different. You're too somewhere else. And here in the church is the place where we can have forgiveness, we can celebrate difference, and we can say, you know what? Let's be on a journey together. God will fix this together. We're not saying that your offense or the problem that you've had is, is minor. But what we're saying is there's something more important. See, God is doing something amazing. Do we really want to miss out on that? You know, I've been offended in this church. Not here. Uh, not in Katipo. In the fort. Uh, but I have been offended in victory. <laughs> and, and, and it's hard, you know, because, and I'll say this, huh? I've seen offense derail peop more people's faith than struggling with sin. Offense has been a bigger killer than addiction, uh, sexual immorality, uh, substance abuse, traumatic experiences, all of those things, God heals and deals with on a regular basis. But offense is so insidious, is so sneaky because it gives us an air of righteousness. Eh. Kasi ikaw yung naagrabyado eh. So silang lahat yung kailangan magbago. And I felt that. I've been offended in, in, in our church. Um, one time I got offended with my dad, uh, Joey Bonifacio, who was one of our pastors, the former senior pastor of Victory Fort, now our senior pastor in Singapore. In the same day, I got offended with Joey Bonifacio, Steve Merle, our founder, and Rice Brooks, our other co-founder. All at the same time. So in those days, I was... Uh, I don't know if I, I can't remember if I was a volunteer about to go into vocational ministry or I was new. But my assignment in those days was to pick people up from the airport and lalo na yung mga Americano and, and drive them to the conference. Mostly because pagod mag-English yung mga ibang pastor. So parang ikaw na, ma-English ma so, so I would drive for people there. And then I was driving for Pastor Rice. If you don't know Pastor Rice, he's six foot one or two or three. And uh, he's one of our founders. Very charismatic person, very gregarious, very popular. It's the kind of person who walks in, it's like, whoa, okay, like everybody knows he's there. Yung presence talaga niya. And uh, he, was wearing a, he was wearing black pants, uh, leather shoes, and he had a plain white undershirt on. And he had a, with him his long sleeve shirt. So I said to him, would you like me to bring down your shirt and bring it to the conference venue? And he said, no, just leave it in the car. It might get stained or wrinkled. Just leave it there. I'll ask for it when I need it. I said, are you sure? might be simpler for you without having to... I can bring it now. Joseph, don't overthink. Leave it in the car. Okay, leave it in the car. So I left it in the car. We go to the conference. And he's in front. And I'm in the back. You know, I don't have a reserved seat as a driver's alalay, whatever. And um, I, the driver of the car 
that was lent to us by one of the church members was, was in the parking lot. As the conference was going on, someone tapped me on the shoulder and said, Pastor Rice would like his shirt now. Okay, sure, I, I knew that. So I go out and his, the car is not in the parking lot. I called the driver. Nasaan ka? Sabi niya, sabi ng amo ko, matagal pa naman kayo eh. Binilin niya ako na punta kong Makati. We were in Pasig. He was not gonna make it back on time. And I'm like, ito lang nga yung sinabi ko kay Pastor Rice. Ibaba natin ito, di ba? So, paano ko sasabihin ito sa kanya? Sa mga tayo makakanap ng shirt para sa kanya, laki-laki niyang tao, di ba? Who, who can, who, who's his size? So I'm walking in, trying to figure out how to explain this. Yung sumalubong sa akin, yung tatay ko, my dad was, Where, where's the shirt, Joe? He's about to preach. Sabi ko, Pop, here's the thing, okay? It was my idea to bring it down. He said, so you don't have it. Eh, yun nga. That's what I'm trying to say. Hindi niya ako pinakinggan. He turned around and he ran inside. He said, I'm following him to explain. Tapos yung sumalubong sa kanya, si Steve Morel. Diba? Pastor Steve Morel, our founder, sabi ni Pastor Steve sa kanya, Joey, where's the shirt? Sabi ng tatay ko, he doesn't have it. Yung inisip ko, excuse me. <laughs> But nobody let me be excused. They, they both continued and then they didn't mind me. And then Pastor Rice went up to preach in that white undershirt. Siya yung pinakamasaya kasi initinit nga siya. Parang, thank you, makakapreach ako nang nakaganito lang. I was in the back and I was so angry. I was like, ang yayabang yung lahat. Puro fake, ang fake ng church na to. Diba? Sinong sumundo sa kanya? Sinong nagantay sa lobby? Sino ba nakaisip ng shirt na yan? Ako lang naman, di ba? Kung may may kasalanan dito, si Pastor Rice na hindi niya pinababa sa akin, ikaw, Papa, na hindi ka nakinig, at Steve Morel na hindi mo ko pina-explain, di ba? I was so mad. I was, I was so mad. And, 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 and I'm exaggerating it now, but the, I really was mad. I was like, gosh, so this is how it, this church is. Ganon pala, no? Gamitan lang pala talaga. Yung, yung, yung naisip ko na yung ganon, as if you haven't thought those things, okay? Pag na-offend kayo. And, um, and, and God made it worse by uh, using Pastor Rice's message to convict me. And I was thinking, Lord, wag siya. Wag siya. Yung next session na lang. Pero wag, wag yun sa kanya. Wag yung preaching niya. But it was moving. And, and this thing that I wrote on the slide is what I felt God was telling me that afternoon. Joe, I'm really doing something amazing here. Do you really want to miss out? How long do you want to hold on to this offense? Is this going to define you? Are you going to let this be... How, how long do you want to hold on to this? And I got so convicted. By the end of his preaching, I'm like, you're right, God. It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's just a shirt. It doesn't matter who knows or, or whose fault it was. It really doesn't matter. And so I let it go. After the preaching, I went up to Pastor Rice and I said, Hey, how, how is it? great preaching. He goes, Yeah, I know. I, I wasn't hot. I didn't. And I never brought it up to any of them until eight years later. <laughs> when I was asked to speak at one of our conferences, and my dad and Rice Brooks and Steve Merle were in the front row. <laughs> and I told the story. And with the same point, that we'll get offended in the church, of course. 
Of course, that will happen. You take sinful people, you take imperfect people from diverse backgrounds, of course, magkaka-offend tayo. Of course, mainis kayo sa akin at mainis din ako sa inyo. And that's gonna happen. But in the church, God is doing something amazing. Do we really want to walk away from the relationships He's put us here with? I told that story. Pastor S kept laughing and laughing. And at the end of the message, he went up to me and he goes, I didn't even know that happened. I'm like, because it doesn't matter. And he goes, oh, that's so funny. Thank you for telling me. I'm not minimizing the offense. I'm not minimizing if, if, if it's more than that. If, it, if it's not something you can let go and we need to talk about it, then let's talk about it. But let's stay on a journey together. Yesterday at DC, Pastor Michael shared an amazing message about how God's calling us to be better together. And he said this statement that really, uh, really brought it home. He said, it's the mission that brought us together, but it's the relationships that keep us together. God's doing something in our church. God's doing something in your life. God's doing something in your family. For many of you, we've gotten to know your stories. We've gotten to journey with you. We've seen relationships, marriages reconciled. We've seen career advancement. See, God's doing something. And one of the biggest temptations that, that's, that the devil's going to dangle there is the temptation to be offended. The temptation to cut ties. The temptation to break away. I pray that we fight for our relationships together. And you know how we can do that? It's because of God. The issue that we have with other people, let's, let's get the, the reconciliation from God. Kung may utang sila sa iyo, kunin mo kay Lord. Singin natin si Lord. And as He repays us, then we can be generous to one another. When we want love one another, we make Jesus known. That's what it means for us to be on a journey together. On a journey with other believers. On a journey uh, with people who want to know Jesus, with our friends. On a journey with Him. Lord Jesus, search our hearts. Lord, we pray that you will shine a light through any self-deception we have. Any times that we say, hey, wala naman talagang issue. No, Lord, I pray that you'll help us to see that uh, you're calling us to a deep level of unity and relationship with one another. Some of us, God, it's just an issue of neglect, of lack of prioritization that we're going to work on. But for some people here, God, there's, there's actual wounding, there's actual offense. And Lord, I thank you that you reveal that because you want to bring healing to that. I pray God against any lie or self-sufficiency in our part. And then, okay lang to. But Lord, today we want to be on a journey with you and with one another. So we ask you to bring healing. You know how you know it's not yet settled? Diba madalas sa Pilipinas sinasabi natin na Okay na yun eh. Okay na yun. Diba ginagawa natin yun? Okay lang naman sabihin yun. Pero dapat totoo. Pero kung bumabalik-balik siya, kung masakit pa rin siya, kung inuulit pa natin yung kwento kung saan-saan na, you know, talking about, eh, kasi okay na yun, pero sinomer talaga. Yung, yung may, may edge pa rin, hindi pa okay yun. And there are some things, like, like I said with uh, Steve, Joey, Rice thing, I've just let it go when it's been fine. There are times I've gotten offended and like, no, I need to talk about this. But when we do talk, it's with the intention to forgive. It's the intention to reconcile. 
not just the intention to, to cast blame. And see, before we can make it right with one another, we get right with God. See, God says, forgive one another as I have forgiven you. If we look at one another lang, mm, may isyo ka, may isyo ka, may isyo ka. But wait, wait, Lord, tayo muna. Oh nga, Lord, pinatawad mo ako. Oh nga, Lord, di mo nga binibilang yung magpagkukulang ko. Oh nga, Lord, lagi ako may second chance sa'yo. We get that? Okay. Kaya ko na. If you're here with no one looking around, if you're here and you know that God is speaking to you about that issue, maybe it's someone you're offended with, Maybe it's someone who's offended with you. At ikaw nga, parang di ko nga alam anong problema ng taong yun. But God's moving in you now to say, hey, let's reconcile. Let's fix this. Jesus cares about our unity. Let's not offer gifts with our hearts cold against our brothers and sisters here. If that's you, and you're, you want to pray, and you're saying, Lord, I'm choosing to forgive now. I need you to give me the strength to make this relationship new again. If that's your prayer, could you raise your hand? We'll pray for you. Okay, Lord, you see those hands. Lord, we're, we're lifting up our hands as a sign of faith, of repentance, to say, God, it's not about me. I'm not the most important person here. Lord, I can get it wrong, but you, Lord, you make it right. So, Lord, when we raise our hands, we're not saying, tama sila. We're not saying, na walang nangyaring mali. We're not saying, di kami nasaktan. But what we're saying, Lord, is you will be the one to bring healing. You will be the one to restore what was lost. You will be the one, Lord, to soften our hearts. But we choose to forgive now. We choose to forgive. Just in your own words, just you can even say that person's name. Say, Lord, I forgive. I forgive this person for what they did. And Lord, I thank you that even as we release that forgiveness, God, that we will feel your grace in our life and in these relationships. Lord, I pray that we will just uh, pray about this, God, but apply it and really act on it afterwards. And Lord, let this be the lifestyle of your church, God. And everywhere we go, people will see, Ah, Jan, pagkasama ko sila, yung mga Kristiyanong yan, I can find acceptance. I can find deep relationship. I can be fully known and also be fully loved as well. Lord, let this be true, not just of the service, but of our small group meetings, our homes, our, 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 when we go to the office, when we go to school, let us carry this love for other people. That they will know, ah, in Jesus, I can find this kind of love. Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in Jesus' name. Amen. Listen, listen very carefully. Uh, this is not just a pray over it thing. You know, this is an obey thing. And for some of you, it's, it might be rough. And that's what small groups are for. We're walking with you in that. After the, the previous ser the service earlier, well, a young woman came up to me and we met with her and one of our small group leaders. And she said, look, I'm, I'm going through a difficult time with my mental health. My friend and I had a falling out because of this. And now she's, she's in discipleship. And we're, we're walking with her on how to uh, best represent God to her friend. If you're not part of a small group yet, come on. Let us know. Or maybe you've got offended because they're so different from you. Oh, nga, you can let, we'll let you change just this once. You can change the money. But stay in community with other people. Alright? Let's pray as we end. Lord Jesus, be with us. Let us be people who always bring reconciliation. In a world of division, in a world of canceling, in a world of cursing one another, of honoring themselves, help us to be people who will celebrate other people. Help us to be people who will honor other people. 
Help us to be people who will bring forgiveness. Lord, I pray for any families here now that might be rift, having rifts, God, and we're wondering, how can I possibly bring them together? How can I possibly cause them to reconcile? Lord, you're going to do it. You're going to move in your Holy Spirit through us, and the words will come, the gestures will come, the occasions will come, and you're going to do it, God, because we're on a journey with you. Thank you for what you're doing. In Jesus' name. You just heard a message from Victory. For more messages like these, visit victory.org.ph or download the Victory app.